This show was first broadcast on Free FM 89.0, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access radio station. For more information on our station and our wide range of programs, visit freefm.org.nz. The Access Internet Radio app is out now. Tune into Free FM. Keep tabs on the latest podcast episodes to stream or download. Search our content by language or category. You can even check out our colleagues at 10 other New Zealand community access radio stations. Grab it now from Apple's App Store or Google Play. Install, launch, and select Free FM from the stations listed. The Access Internet Radio app, your portal to Free FM's great independent community media content. Right now, it's the. Um, I've tried for 24 hours to think of something better, but uh, literally can't. Burning dumpster of a radio show. Max Christopherson, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, I know what we can go on about today. There's only one story on the planet today, even in Hamilton. Uh, let me guess. Uh, is a full rubbish bin in Dinsdale? <laughs> it's Mr. Trump. Oh, yes. I was close. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. It's, it's uh, midterms at the moment, isn't it? Is it well, yeah. Hey, look, mate, here's, here's one of the things I don't get about the whole damn thing, you know, is with the US, it's kind of spectator sports. You know, you get the rah-rah stuff that looks like the Tong and Rugby League team turning up for the Democrats or Republicans. That's how rah-rah it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the thing is so complicated. I don't get it, and I don't understand how Americans get it. Yeah, well, they, 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 they split their elections, don't they? They have the presidential elections, or the primaries, uh, every four years, and every four years they have the midterms with the Senate, don't they? Yeah. And then d- when the uh, primaries are on, don't they have the Senate as well again? You've lost me already. Oh, <laughs> You've lost. Hey, look, here's the thing, though. This is what I think is really interesting. Is I've got a friend who is uh, very much a Republican supporter, and uh, even he's come out of the closet now. So, look, the Democrats have got to get up to win this thing in America because Trump is just such a disease on the state. And he said one thing to me when he was out here a couple of weeks ago. He said it wasn't about making America great again. It was about making America white again. That is what's driving Trump. Wow. Wow. That's a, yeah. big, that's a big call, mate. That's a very yeah. big call. Well, and that from a former Republican. Let's make America white again. Wow. Wow. You know what? I hadn't hadn't heard that. I, you know, it's funny. I, I was hearing different sort of things. I was kind of hearing, well, he's got the economy stonking along. He's doing what he said he was going to do. You know, okay, that silly wall's never going to happen. We all know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I was hearing a lot, and, and of course I'm hearing a lot of anti-left rhetoric as well, um, how the left are screaming down the, the right, and it's becoming really, really quite um, quite apparent, and the left are becoming the pariahs. Well, I think the one thing I found over time, because I was quite the Trump supporter, and what I was supporting was actually the need to change the way uh, bureaucracies and government departments work. But again, my friend got it right, and he said, apart from, you know, let's make America white again, as he said, Trump was the right idea, but the wrong guy. And uh, some of those things do need to be deconstructed, and the uh, swamp needs to be drained. But he wasn't the guy to do it. And as we've seen, what he he did was he drained the swamp and then filled it with his family. Mm, mm, so mm. it's not actually changing anything. So I think what's really interesting today uh, about watching it from afar is that the polarization of the U.S. is actually, I think, oh, yeah. being reflected here in New Zealand with the polarization mm. of uh, national versus labor. And the same rhetoric is actually sort of moving from the U.S. into New Zealand. And I think one of the things, I want to say this with uh, as much venom as I can, one of the things I think we've seen with the National Party uh, over recent weeks and recent days is that Simon Bridges just strikes me as being dim. Dim. Just 
stem. Right? If you, when you consider the man has a PR, uh, experienced PR practitioner as a wife, I don't get how he can mishandle his communication as badly as he's been doing. Well, you know what they say about panel beaters' cars, they're Kevin Dint, right? Um, it's, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think the guy is just a bit naive. I, I just get to think the guys are just a bit new. You know, and in fact, we, we've suddenly, you've lost a, a, well, they weren't actually a really old guard. Like, you lose your, um, you lose your senior Labour ministers and then you lose your senior national ministers and, uh, or, you know, national party people. And you end up with these, sort of, sort of these young guns. And we're all right. There's, all of a sudden there's Jacinda and Simon, who are the two, you know, they were not so long ago pop sweethearts on breakfast television. Um, and now, now they're in those positions. And we go, hang on a minute. We, wow. Everything is in the state of, I get the feeling the bureaucracies are having a great time at the moment because they're just they're the only ones who know what's going on. Yeah, I think well said, and, and I think that's in part one of the issues that's going on. And I worked on a theory some time ago that said one of the difficulties we have in this modern era is that when you get to to our age, uh, you're expendable. If you're in your fifties, middle fifties, late fifties, the thirty somethings who are making the hiring and firing decisions think we are just way past uh, hireability. And that difficulty means is there's a lot of experience that walks out the door. And I shared this story with some colleagues recently that when I worked with telecom in the early 90s, we were introducing then the Spot the Dog and the computerized exchanges oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all, all over the country. So Spot the Dog was running around with a phone in his mouth and people getting really excited about digital technology. Yeah. But what was happening was at the same time, the guys that were building these old uh, telephone step exchanges in Masterton and Carterton and uh, Ruatoria, they were getting sacked or made redundant. The problem is, is they'd been with the post office all the way through, mm. and they hadn't written down where the cables were in the ground. <laughs> so when when Cyclone Bowler came through, those guys were all, some of them were already gone. Yeah. And as a result of that, they didn't have a clue where anything was. So the moral of the story is, is when these young guys are getting rid of the old guys like you and me, there's a lot of institutional experience and knowledge that walks out the door with them, and not everyone is actually telling uh, where the where the bodies are buried. And that means some technical issues some uh, philosoph uh, philosophical and cultural issues, that walks out with them too, and they're being replaced by young guns like Simon Bridges without a clue. And I reckon what they did, I think the National Party sent a boy in to do a woman's job. Ooh, big call, big call. So what did Labor do? Uh, I think Labor, and I wrote about this probably two and a half years or so ago, uh, I think what they bought, and I wrote it saying that what they needed was a media star. It didn't matter what they stood for, it didn't matter what the politics yeah. were, it didn't matter what the policies were. If they had someone who could front in the media then they were going to win the next election. What I said, I got it wrong by one person. I said what they needed was Steve Mahari and Jacinda Ardern as deputy. Mm. I thought give her a couple of years as a deputy and she might walk into the role. Mm. But it comes back to this point about Trump. What we're dealing with now is media stars and the people with the best sound bites, and that's been the same way since Kennedy Nixon. But the point here is, is we are now seeing the same thing here, and it's getting worse and worse. Bridges comes across as being dim, yet the guy is uh, a lawyer, and uh, he was involved with very high-profile cases. Mm. So clearly he's not dim, but he comes across as being, with his elocution, as being someone who can't really front. And that is what we're judging them on now. And that's, that's the great sadness, I think, of this modern era of media and politics. It's me, not about what you stand for. Let me it's ask how you question. look like and what you sound like. Let me ask you a question. Okay, so, say it was a, uh, suddenly uh, Max and Bunty get to choose the leaders of the two major parties. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, with the available talent, who would you have in there? 
Oh, uh, if I'm going to go on my own philosophy, then I'd go with uh, uh, Jacinda Ardern because she's uh, she is actually very capable. I spend a lot of time watching her in opposition. She's actually a very astute operator. Mm. Uh, I wonder about the people around her, however. But with National, mm. um, to be honest, I don't think there's any talent there that can handle the media terribly well. I think everyone's sick of Crusher Collins. Mm. Uh, and I think the, the others are also new. So I think that we're, we're in this kind of in-between patch. If there were midterms now for New Zealand, I'm not sure which way we would go. I think people are so fed up with the whole thing. They, they probably would uh, take no confidence. Oh, thank God there's away. no midterms. Thank God there's no midterms. Well, they have four-year terms over there, don't they? So we have three. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, for the midterms here, we, look, you're constantly in election. You know, and I kind of think over in America, it's a bit of a, uh, a, bit of a ratings game, really, because it, it yeah. it's a massive TV thing, isn't it? Massive. Well, that, that, that goes, goes back a long way, too, because there's a famous story of people that uh, watched the Kennedy-Nixon uh, 1968 uh, interviews, saw it on TV, thought Kennedy won. Those who heard it on radio thought Nixon won. So there wow. was an issue of, wow. of the visibility of what Kennedy looked like when he was presenting versus the content of what Nixon was saying when you removed the pictures. Yeah, that's interesting. So that's, you know, that's kind of thing. But here's the question of the day. Who do you hope is going to win today, Republicans or Democrats? You know what? I actually hope, I hope, and it's not because I have any allegiance to either of them, but I hope the Republicans get in. Because, uh, tell me why. Because I saw um, Obama, who could have been a great president, was completely useless for the last, last half of his uh, term because he didn't have the Senate. And uh, and he was just a lame duck president, really. And, yep. uh, and you know, I've seen America as a result. Uh, it ground to a halt. And it was slow and it was horrible. So I think you're going to go one way. It's two more years. Um, and, um, you know, you need the power behind you to do what you're going to do. And, you know, as you said, some of those things that he's putting in aren't so bad. They aren't so bad. It's just maybe the wrong guy at the top. You may be right. But, yeah, yeah. you know, when you've got a lame duck president and a Senate pulling the other way, what a waste of time. What a complete yeah, waste it's, of time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a point well made. I think the difficulty is going to be is that uh, Trump is uh, going to gain even more authority if he comes out of today. Now, that is a good thing in some respects, but I thought by now the guy would have shown enough intellect to kind of pull the rhetoric in and get on with being a statesman in the role. Mm. But he's, he's not. He's still doing the polarizing thing. And as my friend said, you know, it's not America great again, Max. It's make America white again. Mm. And mm. so if that carries on, I, I can predict there's going to be uh, more than demonstrations on the street. I think there's going to be a civil war of oh, sorts, God. I think, if it carries on. Although, we've got to be careful because, you know, we know how hysterical New Zealand media is over these things as opposed to the reality. Um, so, you know, we are, we are seeing, we're only seeing the sound bites, we're only seeing the loud stuff, you know. Look, here's, here's something I'll, I'll share with you on that one too, Mark. Yeah. I've got to say, the cynicism came out in me the other day. I, I understand it was the Labour Party conference, I think, a weekend or two ago. Underneath. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think the sad thing I saw was that Baby Neve was being rolled out to be oh, part of the conference. yeah, yeah. And I thought, please, can we... Can we not go down this road of having this media star of the baby who's going to be rolled out on any serious Labour Party situation? Well, this old man's a TV presenter, so, you know, I mean, and also the MC who had the worst mic technique of anyone I'd ever seen. <laughs> Did you hear that? It was like... Oh, oh no. Don't stump me. Oh, yeah, I thought it was a little bit lame duck, really. Um, but, however, hey... hey, Well, look, let's, I'll be interested. I'll give you a call tonight after this is all over, and uh, we'll, we'll see what you think. Hey, I'll give you a prediction. Yeah. I think, I, I think the Democrats are going to fail. And I think the reason why the Democrats are going to fail today in the midterms in the U.S. elections is because they don't actually believe they've got the guy to beat Trump. They actually recognize that Trump is too powerful and they're not going to get out and vote. They don't care mm -hmm. enough to vote. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be a, a, a meltdown for the Democrats. 
and they have now got to find someone who's got the media uh, chutzpah of, of Trump, whether or not they're, uh, you know, capable of doing yeah. the job. Yeah. They just need a media star, and uh, that's what they should find very, very quickly. They're wheeling out Obama, um, who's probably charging them $500,000 every time he opens his mouth. But, you know, <laughs> but they're wheeling out him, I see. Yeah, no, I'm inclined to agree with you. I think what's going to happen, and my reason's a little bit more cynical, I think actually it's because the polls are all saying the Democrats are going to take it. So I, I think the Republicans are romping home. Uh, look, let's uh, compare notes tonight, and I'd be intrigued to see what unfolds. But I well, tell you what, the polls thing is interesting because I got it so wrong last time. Yeah, that's right. Well, I tell you what, I've got a bonus day on Friday, so if you're available Friday morning, um, we'll do it again, eh? We'll talk about it. Hey, done. Let's okay. talk Friday and see if the world has changed and moved on its axis back to the Republicans. Good on you, mate. Let's make America white again. <laughs> see, you. It was when they make it a ranger again. We're in real <laughs> See you, mate. Cheers. It's okay. uh, Max Gustafsson. It's seventh uh, of that. For more episodes of this community access. Radio show, please visit freefm.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast possible by funding the Access Internet Radio Project.